you're traveling through another dimension. A dimension of not only a film and sound, but mind. A journey into an auditory movie review adventure that must be experienced to be believed. There's a signpost up ahead. Your next stop, the Doomsday Clock. Week 92, 1 hour 15 minutes to doomsday. Alright babe, so time's busted. It's fucked. Court did it. It's his fault. Um, I'm doomed. So you know what? I just give up. Uh, so find me someone to watch a movie with and make it a movie about time travel. Has viajado en el tiempo. It's Boz. Outstanding. Good to see you, mate. How are you? Hola. Muy bien. Gracias. Como estas? Yeah, no, time's definitely broken because you're not speaking English. Oh, yeah, sorry. That wasn't Spanish. Yeah, either. no, thanks. That pronunciation was awful. Yeah, no, it's el donde esta el cenaterio. <laughs> um, That's pretty good. Uh, yeah, thanks. Uh, I've practiced that uh, long and hard. Uh, yes, where is the bathroom? Uh, you never know when you're going to need that, but nonetheless. Uh, so, look, not not to put too fine a point on it, but uh, court broke time. Uh, it's fucked. You can't uh, let him out anywhere, seriously. No, no. Look, he was here two weeks ago, and he reckoned it wasn't his fault, and I blamed him, and it fucking is. So, short version... Uh, it's you, me, the couch, and uh, by the looks of it, 2007's Time Crimes. Nice. Nice. So, um, as it happens, this movie runs for one hour and 32 minutes, and apparently a man accidentally gets into a time machine and travels back in time nearly an hour. 
finding himself will be the first of a series of disasters of unforeseen consequences. Yeah, that's not a bad summary. Um, it didn't mention boobs, and it should. It really should. Um, it really, really <laughs> I mean, should. I knew this would be a, a fairly prominent topic during this discussion. <laughs> yeah, it, it's strange, really, isn't it? That, uh, yes, that every, every conversation comes back to boobs. So, speaking of the man responsible for giving us those boobs, that is Nacho Vidaloco. No, Vidalondo. Vidalondo, yep. Vidalondo, uh, best known for writing and directing this movie and writing segments on some other horror anthologies. And a bunch of Spanish stuff that I've never seen. Um, that's going to be a recurring theme as we go through the people in this movie. We have Cara Alajande. Actually, do you want to tell me who these people are? Because I'm barely pronouncing their names. No, because I didn't write any of them down. Okay, fine. It's you want to Cara text me the Alajande. list? No, no, I'm just going to butcher it then. As Hector, best known for this and a great number of Spanish productions... Candela Fernandez as Clara, best known for this in a great number of Spanish productions, and Barbara Guanaga as La Chica El Bosque. Oh, yes. Is that the woman in the bush? <laughs> yes, pretty much. The woman in the forest, yeah. <laughs> the woman in the forest. It's great that she got such uh, such really like positive and you know character depth in the name, You're the Woman in the Forest. Yeah, Thanks. I mean, you could have just called her huge tracks of land, but that probably would have been insensitive. Yes. But. Potentially. Potentially. <laughs> that chick what gets her jugs out. Um, <laughs> and she did this in some other Spanish productions. So, yeah, not well, much let, else to say. Let's face it, every let's, Spanish production ends up with tits out at some point. Like, there's... It's a thing. Yes. <laughs> it's a thing. It is definitely a thing. And for that, thank First impressions count. So the first thing I notice is is the fact that um, our friend Hector doesn't seem to know how to load the back of an SUV. Apparently not. Or close the fucker. Yeah, or close it, <laughs> uh, or drive well, um, <laughs> or how to how to like climb over a fence. <laughs> um, he's not a practical man, and he's a fucking lazy no. one as well. He he is a lazy, lazy <laughs> motherfucker. I'm not going out again. It's just like, oh, no, no, that's it. Fuck that. I will bet you that 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 won't work. Just so you can go and get me dinner. <laughs> and I'm just going, wow. Uh, like even too lazy to turn the radio off when he wants to go and have a sleep. Yeah, that was awesome. And that like that yeah, and it was loud too. Of course, me. I'm like really. You- um, I think my exact words were sin persianas, no chance. Which, like, he had no blinds. You got no blinds? It's that fucking bright. I'm not getting any. <laughs> no, <sin. laughs> no, no blinds. No curtains. Not even so much as like, putting a towel over his face or something. No. Radio blaring. Oh, it's just going. Wow. I mean, lazy is great. I'm, I like lazy because, well. I'm fucking lazy, but that's just pointless. <laughs> um, now, another thing that I did notice is Hector has a pair of binoculars in his bedroom. But why is that? Why does Hector have binoculars in his bedroom? He, I mean, to be fair, it does back onto a rather pretty forest. And maybe he's a, a is it ornithologist? Sure. 
I mean, he's only got into some good bird watching later on, so... Well, that is true. That is true, yes. Potentially. Um, but, it, yeah, again, it's just like... And then brings them outside, extends his laziness, sits in the chair and goes, I'm going to see it. No, no, I need to move the chair closer to the fence so I can still see it. Um, and, of course, that leads us to, in less than 10 minutes, a, a young lady of the forest, apparently, um, who uh, is clearly cold... Um, but is more than happy to expose her rather ample bosom. Yeah, I mean, thank you. (laughs) That's it. That's all you can say. Thank you. I mean, the casting director did a very good job. (laughs) He did. He did. He definitely did his work. Um, I mean, the way that you find out how it happens later on, sure, extra creepy. Mm. Um, but, eh, you know... Now, sort of, we, we skip through that, and, you know, Hector's pretty committed. And what I love is going, you know what? If I'm going to make an effort today, it's to go and get really up close to that naked chick that I saw. <laughs> I'm not moving for any other reason than to just go into the forest and, and get a close-up on her. And it's just like, well, okay, not nice work. But, you know, she's there, and look, I don't, it might have been me, but she was quite clearly breathing. Yes, she was. <laughs> you know, I rolled it back a couple of times. <laughs> she was definitely breathing. <laughs> yeah, it, it's yeah. it's difficult to sort of, we, we discussed this because it was like, his, he comes across as a dirty old man going to have a look. Mm-hmm. And Lavinia said the same thing. That's a bit, what is he doing? I'm like, yeah, but if you think about what he saw through the binoculars, she had her head turned. She was standing very still, and the way she removes her top is really odd, and it looks like someone's making her do it. So I said, I would probably, excuse me, I would probably investigate in the same way, because I would think something untoward was happening. It wouldn't be, oh, boobs, I'm going to run off and see if I can see some more. (laughs) I don't think that was his motivation, but because he's set up as such a schlub for us, we're not sure. And then yes. when he gets there and he starts doing stuff, it's like he's only doing it because he's doing what he'd already seen. So there's yes. actually no motivation to any of his actions beyond that, which is actually really fucking clever. True, true. Now, I'll, I'll give you that. You, you've put a lot of effort in. Um, <laughs> and look, as you well know, my brain mostly stops at boobs. Um, but yeah, now I think about it, um, definitely, yeah, there was... There was a there was a, a loop of such mm. that, that works with it, and there is something that I'm, I'm going to bring up a bit later about that particular scene. Um, on look on the plus side, apparently it's cool to play Blondie uh, in in the empty office building. A what? Blondie. What is no? So like you know the the final track in the movie, mm. final musical track in the movie, right? Oh, right. that same that same song is playing when he actually goes into the the initial office building, and it's Blondie. Ah. And I'm going, it's the, like it, he's he's like it's Spanish radio all of us for a, quite a while, and then all of a sudden it's a Blondie song, and I'm going, that's kind of cool. <laughs> well, you said a I like Blondie. Blondie. I thought it was an expression I didn't know, like chucking a whitey. That's why I was getting a bit confused. <laughs> Well, look, I... I, What would be doing a blondie? Uh, I mean, it sounds like a euphemism. Oddly enough, um, (laughs) it is a euphemism um, that that one of my my close personal friends um, have have used more than once. Donald Trump likes um, it, is it that one? No. Oh, okay. Have you ever heard the phrase, um, dropping the kids off at the pool? Oh, yes, yes. yeah, Yeah, right, so... Um, if at some point prior to dropping the kids off at the pool, you have enjoyed intercourse of that particular nature. Oh, I see. 
Uh, then yeah. you effectively drop out some blondies. Right. I mean, yes, I can I can see the colour palette yes. mixing. Yes, let's move on. Yes. Yeah, no, I think we should. Um, I'm not proud of that one at all. <laughs> not proud. Not proud. For those of you at home feeling a little queasy, I'm sorry, but that had to be explained. Um, hey, don't that... kick shame me. Uh, right, carry on. <laughs> that, that's right. No kink shaming on this show. Um, and speaking of things that shouldn't be shamed, Hector, he doesn't run, right? No. He just goes, fuck that shit. Oh, I've got to trot, stumble, walk far, but he never acts. Even when he's like, the, the dude is yelling at him, run, he's yeah. coming. He's like, no. Nah. He does the home a Simpson yeah. thing of run three steps and go <gasps> I mean he's committed to his role he's fucking lazy from start to finish to finish and more power to him I say now now, now that I'm reading my, my next note, um, I actually feel a bit weird. Um, and it, and I'm going to read it verbatim and you'll understand why I feel a bit okay. weird. Um, no one wants to hear that liquid you soaked in isn't what you think. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> I'm just going, he's in a big pool of white viscous liquid and I'm going... Yeah, I mean, I've got no bit later on when he's in the car and he's playing around with the bandages and for some reason it focuses on the white liquid dropping onto the carpet. Yes. And I'm like, if you're going to drop white liquid onto a car pit of a car you just crashed, um, it's probably better that it's time travel goop rather than the other. Yes, yeah, look, that, for that's not reasons. an appropriate time, you know, for a quick one off the wrist, no. I think, really. No. You know, look, you know, I've got a head wound. I might feel a bit wonky. Maybe that makes it better. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but I don't think I want to know. And the other like, final first impression I had was that, you know, there's a whole bunch of stuff happened. We get 26 minutes into the movie and, you know, Hector's disorientated. He's come, he's, he's done time travel. And the scientist just went, you went back in time. That's it. No explanation. No sciencey bullshit. No. Just, no, you went back in time. Yeah. Just, that's what that thing does. <laughs> yeah, that does. We don't know who it yeah. is. Why is that? Who owns the buildings? Why? <laughs> nothing. No, no, nothing. No, there's no no sciencey bullshit. There's nothing. No. Other, uh, not even explanation of of the viscous liquid. Oh, he just went back in time, buddy. He just. Uh, Hi, I'm uh, Nacho Vigalondo, and this is my film, and this is my time machine, and I am the time machine guy, and fuck you. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's kind of how he talks it. as well. <laughs> I, I've, I've heard him on the promo for your show. Yeah. It was funny because um, I, asked, I asked him to say, um, could you say, this is Nacho Vigalondo and you are listening to the little pod of horrors. Because he struggles with his English, bless him. I can't mock that because I can't speak to him in Spanish yet. <clears throat> and he said, um, yeah, I'm Nacho Vigalondo I, and I'm, I'm listening to the little pod of horrors. I promise. And then he said, please don't use the I promise. And I'm like, absolutely. Will not head nodding ever use <laughs> no, that part. No, no. <laughs> No, no, no. I would never do that inappropriately. Too bad, so sad. Because the chances are, well, who cares? Uh, but he said it, so it must be true. Yeah. And He's a funny fucker, though. He really move. <laughs> well, based on this movie, he his, his mind is an amazing, amazing thing. It is. Uh, like, uh, he did a Q&A. He did a film called Open Windows with Elijah Wood, um, which is actually worth a look. It's more of a okay. sci-fi type thing, and it involves lots of cameras and stuff. Um, and... I think I think I asked him a question in that Q&A and I confused the shit out of him because I was talking about editing, but he went off on some tangent which involved cocaine and something else. I don't know, but it was a really interesting reply. Woo! Cocaine! <laughs> um, 
But obviously, I made a beeline for him afterwards because because of, of time crimes, basically. And then obviously, he went on mm. to make on, make Colossal as well. And he'd actually said mm. in that Q and A, the next thing he wanted to do was like a Godzilla movie with huge monsters, and he didn't. He fucking did. I'm like, right, he did, nice. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen Colossal. It's kind of rad. Yeah. And he's also more recently done a TV series in Spain called The Neighbor, um, which is about all set in an apartment block. It's proper low budget. And it's about a guy who finds, it's basically like Green Lantern. He finds a crashed spaceship and the guy gives him this medallion and this weird gun thing with these little pills in. And it turns him into a superhero. The problem is the guy's a wanker. (laughs) A selfish (laughs) motherfucker. And it's just him blundering through being a superhero in this apartment block. And it's so funny. It, it's there you go. tiny and funny. And only in Spanish, I would imagine. Yeah. Only in Spanish? Oh, okay. Yes, yeah. Well, it's sure. on Netflix. He sort of sw- oh, it's on Netflix? Yeah, he swipes this medallion and he becomes El Titan. <laughs> the Titan. And there's a small dog with uh, no back legs and wheels. A chihuahua on wheels. Um, yeah, it's It's got to be seen. It's very funny. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. See the neighbour. <laughs> Tell me what you learned and keep it nice. So in terms of things that we've learned, other than obviously Nacho Vidalondo did The Neighbour and we all need to see it, is that Hector didn't so much time travel as sort of time go next door. Yeah. It, it was like an hour. <laughs> this is a brilliant idea. <laughs> keep it completely yeah. low scale. <laughs> yeah, the, see, I, I think that's, like, that's just don't overcommit, right? Yeah. You can go you can go back in time, but it's only an hour. So, you know, you could kind of extend your lunch yeah. for a really long period. <laughs> that's, that's kind of about it. Yeah. I know my lunchtime's been going for three days so far. It's great. Um, you know, I thought that was kind of good. Yeah. And, and speaking of our good friend, Nacho Vidalondo, um, never trust, never, never trust the time travel guy because... <laughs> He's just like, no, get in the thing. Get it. And as soon as he went, get in, I'm going, you're fucked. Well, never, Hector, you are fucked. Never trust a guy who says, get in a large thing full of liquid and I'm going to close the lid. I mean, fuck off, I'm claustrophobic. Yes. You can do one, mate. <laughs> yes, you get exactly. In. Yeah, that's right. You fucking get in there. I'll use the controls. Fuck you with a big stick. Yeah. Um, not getting in there. But yeah, and again, you just went back in time. Thanks. Big <laughs> help. Um, the other thing I learned is Hector does not give a shit about other people's property. No. Windows, cars, um, bicycles. Fuck it. You know, uh, knocks on the window twice, goes, hello, fuck that. I'm throwing a rock through it. Doesn't even try Smashes a door. The window. Try the no, door first, no, motherfucker. No. <laughs> like, honestly. <laughs> just smash the window and then he goes, oh, I've got to leave. I'm just going to steal this bloke's car. Um, <laughs> and eventually, and then tries to ram the gate with somebody else's car. I'm going, you're a dick, Hector. Um, and again, apparently, not that bad a guy. Now, uh, look, I'm going to say this up front. Hector goes from binocular pervert to woodland rapist very quickly. He does. <laughs> but, <laughs> but why does he? Well, because he needs to become the 
woodland rapist so then he can see himself be the woodland rapist and see the girl and then come back and see him so then he can stab himself uh, and then chase himself through places and I don't know white liquid on carpets I love it because every decision he makes is oh I saw this this looked like this I must make it look like this so there's never any bad intention from him towards the girl he only has good intentions because he's going to see if she's okay that's what I maintain even though he's a bit of a dick (laughs) true but I mean this is all on the basis that um, Nacho says to him you do realise that if you mess this up it'll be the other guy that comes out the other end and your wife might love him more than you Mm, yeah (laughs) now you know (laughs) that puts the pressure on (laughs) yeah it does considering that look more power to him he had a nooner with the phone on and let that record with his wife and she she was she was a bit hot um i thought that was kind of kind of good but um yeah again uh, hector now speaking of our friend the woman of the forest mm. uh, it was good to see that she listened to her mum and she was wearing clean panties yeah well absolutely i mean that's yeah, it's important rule one <laughs> or wearing some which helped rule her one. out it seems <laughs> Well, again, see, based on my my understanding of of Spanish and Italian movies, wearing underwear is usually optional. Exactly. But you see, even then when she's lying there, and obviously the first shot, we don't know that they're there. Um, He he goes over and we sort of see the camera from his view. Mm. Like he chucks a stick to see if she's alive. He's trying to get her attention because it looks like something creepy is happening to her. And he genuinely seems to be going over to help. And it's only in that one second where he goes from, I'm trying to help you out, to the the gaze goes down the body. And now we're creepy old man inappropriate. That's the second in which he gets stabbed. So, you know, yes. cause and consequence. And it's him that stabs him. So Yeah. So he stabs himself and goes, don't be a dick. Put yeah. that erection away because you know he had one. Um, his other hand was going for his zip. That's why he stabbed him in the arm. Uh, now... You know what? I I bet that Hector was really regretting buying that table by the end of it all. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and the table won't fit in the room. It's like, have you ever moved <sighs> furniture in your life? Turn it fucking sideways. It's gonna fit easily. Yeah, just through the door sideways, one set of legs at a time, and, and go through. But you know, I bet it won't. And and if I'm right, you get to go and get dinner. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Whatever. Plus, you got double you windows. Just gone, you know. Yes. But again, he could have just gone, you know, I don't fucking care. Do what you want with it. By the way, make me a sandwich. And See, under lessons... That, that could have... Sorry, mate. No, you're, you're right. What were you going to say? Under lessons learned, I put going to Ikea, you never prosper. No, no. You never prosper at Ikea, ever. It is... It's the home of weird named stuff. Um... Spanish meatballs, not Spanish, uh, Swedish meatballs, which are actually okay. Uh, a lot of stuff that you don't need, a lot of stuff that you don't want. And as I recently found out, um, Ikea in Japan is, is the the site of some very special home movies. Um, <laughs> I saw an article this week talking about asking people not to have sex in their stores or something. <clears throat> because it's happening. <laughs> It's happening. I've, someone sent me a link to a video and I'm going, oh my God, like, you know, there's actually people walking through and all of a sudden you'll see the, like, the duvet on the bed going, <laughs> it's just like, you know, I mean, look, yes, it was good that at least they used the duvet. Mm. Um, but well, I'm going, that's not right. Japanese, very respectful people. Um, yes, yeah, sure, sure. Um, yeah, I have to Nothing make- to do with their weird perversions. <laughs> yeah. 
So talking of lessons learned, um, one thing I learned because it, my wife laughed out loud is when we saw the little white car that he runs away in is the is the Panda, mm. um, which I think is the most stereotypically Spanish car. Um, and she's like, no, but they're amazing for flat pack furniture because you can just flatten the entire back of the car. It's amazing what you can get in one of those. And I'm like, I'm partially ashamed that that you know this, but thank you. Uh, lessons learned. Again, I've learned something. I, I feel weird about it. <laughs> something else I learned is, you see, yes. locking your wife in the tool shed from time to time can actually be a good thing. I Look, I fully agree. <laughs> I fully agree. For those of us that can't afford a sex dungeon, sometimes the shed just has to do. <laughs> um, another is one. Is there anything else that you've learned? Yes. yes. I, I'm saving my, my, my very last one okay. uh, until you're complete. So please tell me, sir. Um, when, when you see boobs, always try your luck. You never know <laughs> where you'll end up. You never, never know. You could be the first person to <laughs> see, ever time travel. Out, I think the opportunity's there and you've got to take it. <laughs> Um, yeah, exactly, exactly. And my last one: uh, if I if I ever get a slight nick on the forehead, I now know to wrap my entire head in a bandage so I look like <laughs> fucking Dark Man, and then maybe I'll stumble across the yeah. coat as well later on. So. As if and a bandage that goes from short enough to wrap around your arm to enough to cover your entire face. Um, but yes, no, I think that's important when you get a head wound, especially when it's it's gushing white time fluid. <laughs> yeah. um, definitely wrap your entire head <laughs> in it. Um, and the the last thing that I learned in this movie was that the most spoken word in the entire movie is hola. <laughs> There's a lot of people saying hello, yes. <laughs> hello, 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 hello. hello. <laughs> I'm just going, really? You know, just don't fucking say, just say something else. Anyway. Well, that's unusual because oh, in Spanish movies, it's normally que. Que? Que. <laughs> but that's okay, right? Oh, no. Is que okay. is um, used in so many sentence structures, it's ridiculous. I mean, if it's just said on its own, it's what? Um, but if you're saying which this, what that, did you which this, did you what that, you're like, que comes in everywhere. And it's, it's the word that sort of springs out the most. Right, but in this movie, all are. Yeah. And very little swearing. Very little swearing. Not that I can tell. <laughs> How would you like to try something a little different? As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. And while Witch didn't make it to the top of the world, he did make the Gangs of Hollywood podcast. So join the gang and enjoy a movie review podcast about movie gangs, gangsters, mobsters, and the mayhem they cause. You can find GOH Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at GOHpod at www.gohpod.com as well as your favorite podcast listening app. And remember, say hello to your little friend for me.
I'm sure you've got questions. Ask me anything. <laughs> so, questions. Um, and you mentioned earlier about throwing sticks to see whether she's alive. Mm. Um, is is throwing a stick at a potential corpse really the best test of life? It's. I mean, really, in, in in the world as it currently is, then it's it's very appropriate social distancing, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, but see, this night you should get a really long stick just and poke. poke them with it. <laughs> just poke them. Just poke stick. And then, if they do come up, you can go stay that far away. Yes. You and your, your boobs out, Rona. Stay over there. <laughs> Actually, the video did that earlier. Um, we were coming out of the shop from teaching our class, and I've been doing some staff spinning practice, so I've got a broom handle with me, basically. Mm. She's like, I'm going to use this for social distancing, because she sort of came out, and this woman was walking past, <laughs> and she went right around the other side of the bus. She went, hey, it works. <laughs> <laughs> probably just uh, terrifying. I love it. <laughs> well, yes. Oh, look, any woman coming at me with a big stick is terrifying. <laughs> uh, let's be honest. Now, one of the other questions I had is, what, what was the point of the super long path with the lights? Yeah. Maybe time travel did, did, needs to be up a hill and they go there at night a lot. Did, but maybe it needs to be far away in case it explodes. Is is possibly but still close enough to the rest of the facility that people can just aimlessly wander in yeah at night at night (laughs) if they want to Mm. okay all right good good i'm glad we got that clarified um now look i'm I'm gonna ask this you can think of me what you will but do you think that hector calls himself when he's in the facility just so he can hear himself have sex with his wife in the past <laughs> now, given the way his character is painted that is entirely possible i wouldn't put it past him and i bet he was really pissed off that nacho walked in and talked over it all while it was playing back <laughs> exactly he didn't get to hear all the crunchy bits and see this hector to me like hector one and hector two or maybe hector no hector one and hector three i think um I think there's a strong vibe that secretly they wanted to go home and have a weird three-way with his, their wife. Mm. Mm. There's definite That's vibes. What I felt. There's definite vibes. Yeah, it's just his... Mm. Um, now, we, we've, we've hedged around the woman in the woods and, and the various Hectors following her, but who the hell follows a weirdo covered in bandages into the woods? Yeah, okay. You suspect he's injured, but you've not seen any proof of said injury. No. I mean, she is sort of rightly suspicious, but she still goes too far. But still, she still goes. She still fucking goes. But even then, when he, like, at the end, when he cuts her hair, now I'm just going to cut your hair, you'll be right. What? (laughs) The, the, The fuck, man? And, oh, Hector, Hector's, um, and, why does Hector just break his fence? Like, he kicks his own fence yeah, down. That doesn't make sense. Like, surely he'd I know mean, there was a surely, way around. Well, <laughs> he knew where the gate was at some point. Right? <laughs> oh, fuck it. I'll just kick the fence over, bugger. Because he's the one that's going to have to fix it later. Well, this is the, like we say about him respecting property and having a clue and being practical. Like, none of these things seem to apply to him. No. Because, like, going back to the window thing, like, smashing the window with the smallest rock. Which is, this clearly has the worst glazing of any building ever. Oh, that rock would have just yes. bounced off and hit you in the head rather than smashing it through. But then also, like, when you get into a building, and, like, yeah, maybe this is just my own personal leaning on things, but if I land in the cafeteria straight away, I'm not going anywhere else. I'm rinsing that fucking coffee machine for all it's worth. I'm staying put. Yes! 
Like, yeah. if you're going to break in, make yourself a cuppa, get comfortable, yeah. listen to a bit of Blondie on the radio. <laughs> um, but, oh, Especially in Spain, look the wind- great. <laughs> For shiz. You know, why not? Even from the machine, I'm sure it's fucking great. <laughs> But, yeah, and then just aimlessly wanders through laboratories, hmm. poking at stuff. What's that do? What's that? Hey, look, here's a, here's a walkie-talkie. Will I use this? Yeah, sure, why not? But Hola. And will he use it? Because he finds the walkie, but I don't know if you notice, he never pushes the button on the side to talk. No, he just it's turns just, it on. It just he seems does to work. <laughs> Open channel. I don't think they do that. But anyway, no. But look, it's a it's a magic walkie-talkie, along with all the magic security doors that seem to just open <laughs> in this highly secure time travel facility with no cameras, no um, alarm, yeah, nothing. And uh, I like how Nacho mentions he goes, "I really should get some cameras." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I really should. Yeah, yeah, you fucking should, buddy, because it's not working for you. Although you know, you when Nacho's guiding him up to the silo it's like oh he's coming he's coming through here again look dude I've seen a security camera set up it's normally about six and there's nine million blind spots there's no way you can see him all the way up even if you did have said mythical camera set up bullshit shit Not yeah happy. exactly yes no it's just like they don't exist and, and look my final question is why does this girl just keep listening to strange men? Because seriously, she will do whatever she's asked to do. No, put on this jacket and climb out on the roof. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what? Do something insanely dangerous. Yes. No, follow me into the house where, where, where the crazy man is. Okay. Listen. <laughs> she's very trusting. I just... She, she's very something. <laughs> um, I'm not sure what it is. Did you have any other questions? That, but my main one was like... At the point they meet. So you've seen that she gets knocked out. She has to take her top off. She has to get almost completely naked. You have to carry her out of a, a, a ditch. Like, so if you then a bit later on happen to meet this girl for the first time, knowing this horrible shit's going to happen to her, not because you intended it, not because you planned any of mm. it, but just to fit the timeline, would you not, would, would your conscience not kick in and say, uh, love, Vamanos? just go keep riding get away from here does not end well for you that makes him a bit of a cunt right there (laughs) yes but you know even at the point where he's gone I saw her I threw sticks at her pretty sure she's dead after that see her again and just go no 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 but well we know Hector he's all about the boobs and random nakedness and you know I think he comes out of it a better person don't you he sees the error of his oh, ways. <laughs> yeah, sure. You know, the, the way he callously lets that woman fall to her death. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Much better person. <laughs> much better person. Your time is almost up, so give me your final thoughts. Uh, so, you know what? That brings us to final thoughts. Final thoughts. My final thoughts is, um, Hector really needs to get it in his head that you can't fix time fuck-ups. No. Right? It's just, just let it go. 
Right? Just just move on. Accept that um, someone's going to die. And look, in the end, it turns out okay-ish for Clara, who doesn't fucking listen or answer the phone or help with anything. But she's great. <laughs> Thanks, Clara. Appreciate your ongoing support. Um, to get but yeah, no, he just she did. <laughs> Although we never saw any evidence of it. Actually, we did have that conversation. Like, he's shouting, get the phone. And it's just like, you're inside, motherfucker. You get the phone. <laughs> Lazy Hector. Maybe she had, had the... Lazy Hector. Maybe she had the phone with her. I don't know. I mean, clearly she didn't give a shit. Because she would have heard the car. Because, you know what? If that was me and I drove up with all those groceries and everything fell out the back, yeah. people for three streets would be able to hear me because <laughs> I would be cursing. Yeah. Just fucking going off tap. But not, not Clara. She goes, nah, fuck that shit. I'm looking at the plants. <laughs> um, now, the, the, the silo um, it definitely had a lot of plastic tubs. But what was he keeping in all those plastic tubs that, that number three just pushes over to be menacing? I mean, any any industrialised complex, be it a computer game or a movie, has to have barrels or plastic tubs. It's kind of a prerequisite. If it was a computer game, they'd be explosive and you'd shoot them to kill multiple enemies at once. So, it, or, or, to get, or to get free lives. But it is probably just white jizzy time goo. So. Oh, tub full of goo. Mm, right. Had to come from somewhere. Well, I don't want to know where else it could have come from, so um, let's let's hope it was uh, in there. You just don't know. Yeah, hope so. <laughs> now, um, uh, look, out of all the Hectors, Hector 3 is a real asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, the most beaten Hector. Final Hector. Yes. Um, he, he just, uh, he is all out of fucks to give. He really is. <laughs> He's just like, fuck this shit, fuck them, fuck her, fuck you, fuck it all. Uh, it's all going to end badly. And it's just like, you you are the worst Hector, for sure. <laughs> but a better person. <laughs> yeah, cer- certainly. Look, in the long term, m- m- much better at potentially not getting involved in other people's shit. I, I think he's probably um, more practically minded, a bit, a little bit better at forward planning. Um, mm. <laughs> forward planning, really? <laughs> By the third time? Cutting, cutting the hair, putting the coat on, shoving her out on the roof. <laughs> sure, sure no, I'll give you that. Yeah, that, that was, it's just like, ah, oh, now, now, that works. Um, on the reverse, terrible liar. Yeah. Terrible liar. What happened to you? You look like a fucking chud. Oh, nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> nothing. It's like, no, seriously, dude, someone looks like they stomped your head. No, it's all good. What happened to me? No, you went fine. to fucking Ikea. That's what happened to me. Yeah, hey, that's right. And there was a riot because there were two bears having sex in the lunge. Um... <laughs> I mean that table. You can take you know, take it, yeah that table. It's it's made of ply, flexible ply. It it did explode good. I have to say, it did. Maybe she didn't like lock up the Allen keys properly. <laughs> I swear the actual the round bit broke though, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it just went boom. <laughs> exploding just, table. Exploding, exploding table. I don't know. Um, and, and look, just just to finally round it out, like Lazy Hector, I think comes full circle because he ends the movie. <laughs> Back in the, the deck, deck chair, chair yeah. <laughs> and just and I stay went, here. You know what? Yeah, just stay here. Ah! No, it's all fucked. <laughs> just stay here. Yeah, no, 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 it's all fucked. Trust me, it's all fucked. Someone will be here soon. There'll be police. There'll be stuff, but it's all fucked. It's just sit quietly. Just sit fucking quietly. So, did you theorize like what his story to the cops would be when they arrived? Yep. <laughs> Go on then. And he said, "Did what?" So my theory was that. Um, he actually interrupted the the girl of the forest and her accomplice breaking into their house ah. to steal stuff. 
um, and somehow they got confused. She fell off the roof, and the other person ran away. As it happens, yeah, he doesn't have any fingerprints because the only fingerprints they find all their houses are lazy hectares. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's what I decided it is. Um, the ladder was at the back that he left there, so yeah. that looks like someone tried to break yeah. in at the back. Yeah, and I, I thought maybe it was a militant hairdressing group uh, because there was evidence of a haircut um, for no apparent reason in there. And he has a scissor wound in his that, arm. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's militant hairdressers. That's what it was. How would he explain and his fucked up face? Uh, just say nothing happened because apparently that's okay. <laughs> Actually, the way that scene is shot, it, it does look proper creepy. Like it's it's on a budget this film, but like you could tell the prosthetics oh, yeah, were no, average it's... at best. But the way he chose to lit, light it and shoot the angle, I thought it looked really good. Mm. Oh, look, he's the sign of his face and like his eye and everything else, which is like super blacked, mm. you know, and, and it wasn't like, you know, like, oh, we'll just paint it purple black. Like it was, you know, there was a big lump in it yeah, and everything yeah. else. I thought that was pretty good. Like, man, he looked messed up. Mm. He looked seriously fucking, well, as I said, he looked like a fucking chud. Um, <laughs> and apparently he just, ah, nothing happened. It's all right, bro. Happens all the time. Woke up like this. <laughs> Oh, off the back of this, I did manage to completely embarrass myself last... Well, not last night, a couple of nights ago when I watched it. Cause, um, and, did you take your pants off? No. Just, I, I happen to know someone who works in film, and I, yes. I thought I saw her name on the credits at the end of this. I got all excited, and I said, did you work on this film? And she's like, no, no, it was probably a local crew, whatever. I said, I know, and I said, look, I know it's the equivalent because her name is fairly known in Spainland. And I said, it's kind of the equivalent of asking my mate John Smith, did you work on that film? <laughs> And then she went, yes. and, uh, and then I I shot a picture of the credits. So I <laughs> they sent it to her. I said, yeah, look, because it could have been. She went, yeah, that's not my name. <laughs> <laughs> and I realised, I look at my phone, I've put her name in my phone wrong. So when I saw the wrong name from my phone in the film credits, I thought oh, it was her. What a fucking mess. <laughs> That is that is a fucking disgrace. Yeah, so now I'm too embarrassed is... to ever talk to her again. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah, look, you know what? Sometimes friendships just need to end. Uh, there are reasons we distance ourselves from people. Sometimes it's us. Sometimes it's other people. Mostly it's us. Uh, Thank fuck she'll never listen yeah, to this, my... anyway. Yeah, no, there's a hundred bucks she never will. Because I'm pretty sure no one does. I do. Right. Yeah, I know you do, but that's why I had to stop it. Just stop it. Just cut it out. Um, well, you know what? That's it. We're done. We're finished. Um, it's a great film. Yeah, this is it. It, it is. It is. It is a fucking good film. Everyone should see this film. Yeah. It's really well conceived. It's really well put together. The way it all circles, that there's there's no gaps in continuity, consistency, all that stuff that's really hurt, easy to fuck up on just a normal linear timeline. The mm. The, the attention to stuff like where her bicycle's laying in the rubbish and where the coat comes from and where like all these little bits of the puzzle they get put together mm. <clears throat> and yeah having done some very minor work on some film sets you don't always shoot in order with a normal linear film and then no. you can find out that just keeping something in the same place between this point and this point is really difficult you get to the edit and you're like fuck <laughs> so Exactly. I'd love to know how many fuck moments they had, given that this is a fairly early film for him, but there's certainly nothing that ends up in that final cut that makes you think, yeah, you're fucked up there. It all just ties together yeah. so well. And I love the fact... And with time travel movies, they tend to... There's always... There tends to be a fuck in there somewhere. Yeah, exactly. But it, it's, it, it works. It fits. You know, once you accept Hector for being what he is, yeah. it's all there. 
But multi-million dollar time travel films, you can go, well, no, but that wouldn't work. Or, you know, that wouldn't work. And you're like, you look at this and it just loops around so perfectly because you're like, he, like I said, he never had any, I don't think he had bad intentions. I think he's a nosy motherfucker. But mm. um, the point at which he was going to become inappropriate, he gets stabbed by himself. And the only reason he stabs himself is because he knows that is supposed to happen at that time and it goes on like that all the way through um just brilliant it's so clever yes it is it is an awesome movie and as i mentioned boobs in less than 10 minutes so for nothing else watch it for that and and some fine she's gifted (laughs) (laughs) you can cut that back please um no i'm not i'm fucking gonna leave that's gonna be the end of the show that is the fucking end of the show motherfucker you have been listening to Witch versus the Doomsday Clock, a proud member of the Legion Podcast Network. Come join the rest of the Meat Popsicles in our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash Witch versus the Doomsday Clock.